0: Shells striking metal and mud and flesh, and the knowledge of what we would see when it was over. There was never any hope that the planes would miss. We were sitting ducks, and those poor bastards in the trucks didn't stand a chance in hell. It was a single aircraft this time, which was something of a blessing, but the pilot was a daring one. Instead of coming in over the fields, he flew straight along the road cannon spitting death at a hundred rounds per second. I pressed my face to the mud and squeezed my eyes shut. I could feel the impact of bullets through the ground, as though each death jarred the soil. I heard shouting, screaming, and then an angry roar that made me look up. Davy was kneeling with the bren cradled in his arms, mouth open in a shout that was swallowed by the gun's violence. He twisted right as the fighter flew overhead, then fell on his side. I can't die, he told me a few days before. I know something. I know the future of someone. So I can't die. Davy, I shouted. I scrambled across to him, glancing up to check what the Japanese fighter was doing. It was climbing and turning sharply, coming in for another run. I reached my mate, and the look on his face when he told me he couldn't die was already haunting me. He rolled over and grinned up at me. Another magazine, he said. I think I dinged the bastard that time. Davy lifted the brin and snapped out the empty magazine reloading just as the fighter swooped in and opened fire again. Stay low, I shouted. But I don't think Davy heard me. He glanced over my shoulder at the column of trucks carrying injured soldiers and bloodied nurses. His face fell. Then he stood and shouldered the machine gun, legs splayed, and opened fire. The road exploded, dust and metal and bodies jerking in a chaotic dance as the heavy-caliber shells made a stew of things. I hit the dirt behind Davy, wishing we had more than one Bren. Other men were sheltering and glancing back. I could see the look in their eyes as they watched Davy stand his ground against the Zero, a mixture of respect and disbelief. "'Davy!' I shouted. I can't die, he'd said. I know something. Davy was lifted from his feet and thrown back over my head. His boots struck my helmet, and I felt blood spatter down across my back and shoulders. For a second, it looked as though he'd taken off in pursuit of the Zero. But then he hit the mud behind me, and the fighter twisted away, heading back across the fields. Davy, I said. You can't die. But he was dead already. I could see that. No way a man could survive those injuries. No way. I went to him first anyway, because he was my friend, and he'd have done the same for me. While other men were climbing from their trenches to help out on the road... I knelt at Davy's side and reached for his dog tags. His hand closed around my wrist. He shouldn't have been able to talk, not with his head damaged like that, but his tongue lolled in his mouth, and his remaining eye was a stark white against the blood. It turned and fixed on me. Jungle, he said. Saw him in the jungle. Snake in his eye. I knew. I heard and I knew. Terrible things, Jack. Too bad to remember. So I wrote them all down. Can't let the Japs have it. Can't let them know. Find it. Have to find it. One piece of paper. But it could change the world. That's what the jungle told me. The trees...